Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We begin by acknowledging the Gabi Gabi people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast episode is being recorded today, and pay respects to their elders, past and present, and to their parents with children with disabilities. This podcast contains truth, laughter, and the occasional F-word, so it's not really suitable for children. Well, you probably won't hear quite so much swearing among the beans, you know. Well, yeah. Not suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, peas and beans. Green vegetables in the garden everywhere. Gary Bean here. So nice to be back with you for another Beans Talk. Today you're going to hear a conversation that I had recently with a dad by the name of Dean, Dean Gordon. Now I came across Dean indirectly when his wife, Vicky, who's in the podcast Hangout on Facebook, posted a song that her husband Dean had written and composed and and so I listened to this little song and I thought I really would like to talk to this bloke. So I got in touch with Vicky and she said yeah he'd be happy and he got in touch with me and we had a bit of a chat on the phone just to confirm how it would work and then we had a conversation. This bloke as you'll hear is uh, the athletic type a real sportsman, very tall. I won't tell you how tall he is. I'll let him tell you that. But it's unbelievable. I've never met anyone that tall. Uh, Bit of a a knockabout guy, great guy, 
but perhaps not the first person you'd expect to uh, to have the soul of a poet and the heart of a songwriter. And he came up with this lovely little tune, which uh, particularly focuses in on his experience of the way he thinks his daughter may see the world and her plea to be understood at times when people perhaps are not patient enough to try to understand. It's a great, it's a great little uh, piece of music. And I, so you're going to hear it and you're going to hear me talk to Dean about the family life and about his, his journey as a dad. It was, it was really nice. So I hope you like it. Before I go to that, can I just share something with you? I mean, this isn't something that's news to any of you, but we've just been through another bout of surgeries. Christopher has had surgery on his throat and uh, mouth to help try to help improve his ability to speak form sentences which has been one of the major things that he has felt as a disability i mean you know the quadriplegia the cerebral palsy the the diabetes all of these things are realities that he lives with but the one that i suspect he feels the most and indeed he would say this is how difficult it is to communicate. He has so much to say. He's got so many things to communicate, often on very technical and uh, and specific things about IT and about what he's doing in his work. And he just, it, it's just a constant struggle. In fact, he has said if he had the opportunity to walk or to be able to speak clearly, he would take speech any day. That's that's his that's his point of view. So he's just had some surgery uh, on his throat and his, uh, you know, his mouth. And honestly, guys, I, I I don't know if it's getting harder for me. I think it is, really. I don't think the surgery is the biggest one he's ever had for sure. But I do think that I find it harder and harder every time it happens. So, you know, big love to you if you're in surgery at the moment or expecting it or just coming out of it you know i hope you know everything is going well for you and that you can get through that as smoothly and quickly and as painlessly as possible it's it's a dreadful cost as a parent isn't it to see an empty wheelchair in a hospital ward where your pea shoot or your bean sprout has gone off into the theater you know, and as they recover and the things that they have to deal with on top of the other things that they have to deal with. And anyway, look, it's just squeezed my heart this last few days and um, I just wanted to share that with you. He's good, he's fine, he's making a slow recovery and we're getting back into a routine, but, you know, it's tough, isn't it? Anyway, we're there for each other and we... Please feel free to share at any time your stories of surgery and how you cope. You know, send me a, shoot me a speak pipe if you want, especially if you're a dad and you haven't really had a chance to talk to anyone about that. Maybe we can talk. Anyway, guys, thank you for letting me get that off my chest. I, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Dean. I found him a most interesting and most engaging bloke, and it was really nice to talk to him, and I really appreciated the conversation. So this is me talking with Dean Gordon. G'day, Dean. G'day, Gary. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And uh, I'm really glad you've joined me here today. I... Uh, 
don't know you. We haven't really met except having a, a chat on the phone. So I'm looking forward to getting to know you a little bit in this conversation. Um, you're in uh, Victoria, aren't you? That's correct, yeah, in Bendigo, Victoria. And I think uh, at the time of recording, you're having a, a long weekend for Labor Day, aren't you? That's correct, yep, yep. So, so what do you normally do for uh, work routine, Dean? Um, I've got uh, my own business. So, yeah, I'm an accountant. So, yeah, we've got okay. my business in town. I'm in business with two other gentlemen, and we've got about 15 staff. Wow. So, okay. yeah, lead a pretty busy life. Okay. So that keeps you occupied full-time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah work okay. full-time. And um, my wife, Vicky, she's, um, she works part-time. Okay. All right. Well, look, let's launch into the three questions that all of the P's are used to us starting with. That's sort of an yep. icebreaker. And then we'll start to, uh, to talk about your story. So the first question is, do you want to recommend an artist or a piece of music that you use to pick you up or calm you down? Yeah, I probably um, I'm a pretty pretty wide but um, taste in music, but I probably always got a um, uh, I love acoustic music, so acoustic guitar. Uh, right. I play acoustic guitar, so I like that. So probably um, Australian acoustic bands, probably someone like Crowded House, sure. Paul Kelly. Yep. Yep. Those sort of ones would I would probably um, yeah like listening to. And how long have you played guitar? Not that long. I played sport um, till I was a bit like John Farnham. I had a few comebacks in um, <laughs> in, in my sporting career. <laughs> we call you Whispering Dean. Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, we wife after um, we had two girls um, and um, yeah after my wife had had one, um, I had. Uh, our first daughter, Gemma, she decided to go back to play netball and then she didn't like it. Up. She only lasted a year, so I said, oh, well, the body might still have a little bit more to give, so I went back again. So okay. I ended up playing until till my late 30s. So after that, yeah, I um, yeah, I had an interest in music, but I was just never had time because I was pretty full on into playing football and working and with the kids as well. But, um, yeah, so when I gave up, sport because um, the body was pretty bruised and battered. Um, yeah, I took that up at, in my 40s. Okay. Well, we will come back to that because the topic yeah. of music is very important in this conversation. So when you were at school, Dean, did you win any awards? Um, yeah, I grew up in a small country town, so I ended up winning, um, I was having, when you said that question yesterday, um, yeah, I won the grade six ducks. That was oh, probably wow. me. Claim to fame. <laughs> okay. Uh, Being a small six. country town, I might not have had a huge amount of competition. <laughs> no, no, don't uh, don't play it down. That's all right. So the ducks ducks of the school in year six. Well done, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah okay. primary school. They have an award for the yeah your last year of primary school. Yeah, yeah. No, all right. No well, let, let let's move on then to the third question, which is for our listeners: why Why are you a bean? What What makes you a bean? Yep. So I'm the father of a um, 15 year old daughter um, named Ella. Yeah. So yeah, Ella's um, yeah, Ella's got she's got um, a couple of things going on. She she's got autism and also an intellectual disability and. Um, 
yeah, my, a slight bit of um, cerebral palsy. Okay. Okay. Well, we want to meet her in a moment and talk about uh, your journey together as uh, as her dad and as Vicky's husband and so on. Um, so we will do that in a second. So at your place, you've you've mentioned Vicky and Gemma and Ella and yourself. So that's that's who's at your place. And the dog Leo, who plays and a pretty, the... <laughs> he plays a pretty important role. Okay. What what sort of uh, what what breed is he? He's a Labrador. Oh, lovely. Golden? What, what, yeah, he's a golden sort of... Labrador. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty important part of Ella's life. Absolutely, I can imagine. Okay, well, let's talk about Ella then. Uh, what I like to do in these conversations, before we start talking about, you know, the journey and diagnoses and disabilities and all that kind of thing, I'd like to try to picture Ella. So can you help us to meet her? So she's 15. What's Ella like? Introduce Ella to us because you know her really well. Yep. So, um, yeah, well, Ella's a, um, I'm a happy-go-lucky kid. Um Pretty much um, got um, got an unbelievable smile. Um, um, yeah, so she's ultra sh- oh, ultra shy to people that she hasn't met before. Yeah. Um, but I think that's with most kids are like that. But she's a, you know she takes it to another level. But um, but when she gets to know you, yeah, she's um, she's pretty bubbly. Um, she likes lot. She loves her own company. Um, yeah, but she's got a beautiful smile and, and um, yeah, she's very happy-go-lucky. Mm. Um, okay. She's, and um, her dad, I'm six foot, um, six foot nine tall, so she's very. You she's are. got my height, so she's very tall um, <laughs> Mate, for her age. did you say six foot nine? Yeah. What's, what's that for our younger listeners in centimetres? Uh, about 201, 202 centimetres. Good. And uh, she's she's tall too, eh? Yeah. So wow. yeah, she's um, chasing her big sister in height. <laughs> wow. I think they're okay. um, just about level pegging already. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for that little intro. It's always nice to hear, for me anyway, it's always nice to hear a dad just describing their kids, you know, because, you know, the things we notice about them are not necessarily the things that, you know, other people notice, certainly not immediately anyway. So yeah. we've got we've got a picture of this lovely girl, uh, this young woman in our minds now. Um, you mentioned her shyness. Now, I, I think that might be a good place to begin talking about how I got to meet you which was that, you know, Vicky posted the song that you had written uh, yep. on the, uh, in the Hangout page on Facebook for the uh, podcast. And I listened to that and I, th- I, th- I was just blown away, mate. So can you tell us the story of how that song came about? Yeah, it was probably just um, during the last couple of years of COVID, I was probably, we, you know, I spent a lot of time with Ella, but I spent even more time with Ella. Um, you know, because we're at home all the time for the last two years in lockdowns. But, um, yeah, I just got – I started jotting down um, a few lyrics to songs and just to, you know, to talk about Ella and, um, yeah, how it's it's hard for people to understand, you know, when they initially meet her, um, yeah. that, you know, that the, the barrier's up 
um, and even physical barrier. She, a lot of the times, if she's really shy, she'll put the arm up. That's her. Um, she'll put her mm. arm up above her eyes. Okay. Or um, so that she, so you can't see her. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's where it sort of come about, and um, it was a bit, bit like you know, you know, initially, you know, you'll meet Ella, and she probably will give you not much um, as far as communication and eye contact, and you know, as far as you ask her questions, she might not respond. But that's getting better. So we're spending a lot of time with, um, yeah, with with support and. Um, OT to try and get better at that, but that was that was pretty much the crux of the story. Was you know first you, when you first meet me, I probably can't communicate like you what like you'd expect or want me to. But if you yeah. spend a bit of time um, and a bit of patience, yeah, there's a chance that the barrier or the arm will come down and the communication might flow. Wow, yeah. And are you a songwriter? No, no, um, yeah, no, I'm not a songwriter, but it was. Well, you are now. Was inter- I, I'm a bit of. Um, <laughs> I, I put, you know, I've, I've written a few um, poems and bits and pieces in my time, but not nothing, nothing um, like this before. So I just, yeah, I just jotted it down. Obviously, been playing a bit of music in the last three to five years. I've got the hang of what a structure to a song looks like. Right. So from that, you know, I was able to strum a few chords and try and get a bit of a structure to the song. Then over a few months, I wrote down a few lyrics here and a few lyrics there and sort of pieced it together. And, you know, it come to me, I'd jot some more notes on my phone. And yeah, and then I um, thought, oh, how do you go about, oh, I can't sing, um, I can just Play, play basic guitar and I got searching on the internet. Yeah, and I come across this website where artists, you know, have been doing it pretty tough in COVID. They've got this yeah, yeah. opportunity to, um, they've got spare time. And yeah, if you've ever had a song or a special occasion or something there, but they've got the time now to, um, to, to try and um, produce a song for you. So at a fee. Yeah. So yeah, that's where it took off and end up I ended up meeting a girl, a young artist in um New York called Gretchen and back and forth, many emails and and messages and a few drafts and yep. that was the end product. And doesn't she have such a sweet voice? She's lovely. Yeah. She yeah. said um <laughs> she's got a um she's one of a nephew or a cousin um, with a disability as well so it was um pretty t- it was um, pretty touching for her to sing it because she was she said she was a bit teary there singing it mm. the, singing the first few um, takes well it's a beautiful lyric do you mind if we listen to it yeah go for it okay so it's called please try and understand is that right yeah, but it's on Spotify Spotify let's just listen to that now. challenges 
just can't at this point in time. Please try and understand. Ooh. Please try and see it my way. Take some time to ponder what it be like. Give me space and patience. Don't expect much at first. Put in time and effort. I'm sure we'll be friends. I'm sure we'll be friends. Please try and understand. Please try and understand. My mother is my rock. My sister is my hero. My dad, he makes me laugh. My dog Leo is soft and cuddly. Keeps me calm. They ride my waves, but their life is not always easy. Please try and understand. Please try and see it my way. Take some time to ponder what it be like. Give me space and patience. Don't expect much at first. Put in time and effort. I'm sure. So that's please try and understand. And as you say, that was that came out of your awareness that sometimes people find it there's some kind of a barrier to actually understanding your Ella and 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 her being willing to open up to them. And it was just a beautiful way of expressing it. So well done, mate. I just thought when I heard that, I thought I really want to talk to this guy. And <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure everyone else has loved it too. So thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, no probs. Yeah. Are you going to write some more or what's the future uh, with the music? The music was has a it's a good hobby where um I can still speak, be around the family. So like, you know, when I finished playing football I thought like I love fishing as well, but um I only do that, you know, um spasmodically. But um but at, uh, music is something I can do all uh, pretty often. I've got a shed and where I got it set up and Ella would, you know, not so much in the last um, short period of time where she's probably developing more into a teenager. teenager. Um, but, yeah, in the early days, um, the last few years, yeah, she'd come out and listen and sit there and watch with me and, yeah. So, yeah, just spending time out there. But also it's just something I can do 
um, for, for an hour or so but not be far away from the family and then come back and do it and then yes, spend time with the family. So, yeah, it's just something I can pick up, you know. You can, I can do it at night. I yep. can do it whenever I've got spare time or when there's nothing on with the with work or the family. Yeah. Well, I recommend you stick at it, Dean, because you've got uh, you've got a talent and you've got, um, I think, the potential to not only offer something to the world, but as you say, um, enjoy that as well. We all need that space, don't we, where we can either be working on the four wheel drive or the next piece of music, and yeah, we're just outside right. in the shed. Yeah. And so you wrote this last last year, wasn't it? Was it around Christmas time? Yeah, yeah it was obviously um, – I wrote it as a gift. I wanted to um, give um, my wife as a gift for Christmas. So that That's a, wonderful, mate. So it was a Christmas and, present. So, yeah. And does Ella like it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she um, – no, nah, she probably doesn't realise I've wrote it about her. That's um, yeah, she that's uh, with her disability. Probably she doesn't quite get that I've written a song. But anyway, that's but um, that, that that's all good. Well, look, you've mentioned Vicky just briefly there. Hello, Vicky. All the peas and beans um, are with you, and uh, we reckon you know you've done all right to have a bloke who'll give you that kind of a gift for Christmas. So, you know, well done and uh, well well done to all that you're doing as a mum too. So let's talk about Ella. Now, how old is Gemma, by the way? Gemma's um, uh, 18, coming on 19. All right. So you and Vicky became parents 18, 19 years ago and then uh, and all of that went smoothly, did it, with Gemma? Yep. Yeah, and uh, you had been looking forward to being a dad, had you? Like, how would, how did you approach fatherhood? Yeah, we started. Um, we started a bit later in life. We didn't have kids until I was. Uh, we knew we were in our, were in our thirties. Yeah, Vicky said. Uh, Vicky said oh, I took a bit long to get around to proposing. But it was. Um, <laughs> I was um, a bit of a. It took my time. <laughs> so right. we'd been together for a while. Yeah. So Gemma came along and then, um, yeah, three years later, Ella came along. And speaking of being a dad, uh, I, I often think, you know, when I became a dad, one of the things that occurred to me as the years unfolded was was my relationship with my dad and how that played into me being a dad, you know. So how did you get on with your dad? Yeah, good. Good. I was um, okay. One other brother and two sisters, but I grew up. I was the I was the youngest child by by a fair way. Okay, so, yeah. So I grew up a big chunk of my childhood, sort of at home by myself. Hmm. Yeah. So my other sisters and brothers had sort of left the nest. Yeah. So, so cl- I was close I, to your mum and dad, were you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah I had a yeah. good relationship. I grew up on a farm. Okay. So yeah, and I, um, you, your mum and dad still with us? Yeah. Yep, I've okay. only just just been put my dad into care. So Oh um, really? Yeah, he's been going through that. Yeah, he started on got early onset dementia. So oh, yeah, it was um, mate. Okay. interesting times to um go through that process. So oh I can imagine. So up until this time, have they been able to be involved in uh, Ella and Gemma's lives as, yeah, as grandparents? Yep, yep. It's probably because of their out they're in their eighties, late eighties, because I was born right. I was I was born later in life. Their mum and dad were in there. Dad was forty, and mum was thirty-eight yep. when they had me. 
So that's yeah, that's probably a bit tricky when I and they they don't live in we live in Bendigo, they live in they still live in our country town. So we've been heavy relying a, a bit on um Vicky's parents who live in Bendigo. Okay. Right. So yeah, and that's we're probably lucky lucky that way. They're they're um not far away. Um so they're a great support to us and excellent. Um that's yeah, you know, some people are doing it on their own and also um not not much family support around them. I'm glad that you know you've got Vicky's mum and dad, and and that your parents have been involved as well. Yeah, um, yep. All the best with uh, you know moving your dad into care. That's a huge step, isn't it? And and what about your mum? Is she still living on yeah, her own, or so what would she do? Getting used to um, living at home by herself. Only been a month or so, but yeah. So okay, she's adjusting. Okay. So let's go back. Just tell us briefly about Ella's birth. Um, was she premature? No, 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 no. Okay. No. So we probably um, didn't pick up her disability. That's the thing with um, a lot of um, autistic children, you know, and with even with her intellectual disability, on your first sights, it's not probably visually apparent. Yeah. So and when she was born, it was no, there was no, um, no yeah, indication, indication yeah, at yeah. that point in time. It was only okay. when you meet when you're not meeting the development milestones. Yeah, you know, we picked it up pretty early. Like um, crawling and walking was a, you know, yep. it was late, and I don't know if she even crawled. Vicky's probably the, I can't remember back that far, but I can probably remember she was pulling herself along on arms rather than crawling. Right. Yeah, and um, it's there's lots of other little triggers that right. This is um, mm. yeah, we've got yeah, we've got something to look out to look out for here. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And, um, yeah, so we're on, to, we're on to it pretty early. The time, you know, as soon as she got into primary school, she, you know, we were been through all the tests and got an aide was beside her side. And, and um, okay. we stayed in state school probably until, oh, I'm going by memory here, but maybe grade two, maybe grade three. Right. And then. And how the, was that? Yeah, that it was, right? up until then I think it was okay. Uh, and then she went to, um, yeah, Benigo's got two um, special schools that can cater for um, children with disability and she ended up, yeah, we went to one, uh, which was great. And then that got, she got, that got her through to 
probably the early stages of court high school, and then but they they still had a pretty um, rigid curriculum. Still still want to try to line themselves up with you know the normal curriculum for state schools. Yeah. So it became that was prop that was became a bit challenging at that point in time, and we were probably recommended and and we we agreed that we probably um, would go to the other school, which catered for more more so, um, you know, focusing on you know, independence and and lifestyle skills. They still do a lot of academic stuff, but probably not sticking straight to the um, you know the the rigid state curriculum as such. And are you able to tailor? The, the experience more to her individual needs. Yeah, yeah. To quote Vicky, you know, she f- she found her people a bit more. Wow, yeah, that's yep. amazing. So, so you mean you mean peers? Like how is she with yeah. friends? Yeah, so they they they, they do it. Um, they'll probably put you know um, kids with similar um, characteristics in the same class and then, then they pair them up a little bit as well as far as, yeah, Ella's pretty shy and they cater for that. There's other shy kids in there as well as, so whereas there's others, you know, um, full of beans and um, don't have that shyness but they've got other things going on but they're just absolute characters, and just loud <laughs> as loud. Yeah. That's, they're, they're, you know, they're great kids as well but yeah, it yeah. can be a bit overpowering for uh, shy autistic kid as well it sounds good though i mean it, it has this been basically a positive experience or yeah. have there been yeah have there been yep. Yeah? I, yep i think it's um as i'll get back to vic said it's the way she puts it, it's probably covered if she finds her that she's yeah, she's found her people and they sort of you know the kids yeah seem to get along pretty well touch wood you have your days everyone has their days sure but, yeah, and with lo- with lockdowns, um, you you did mention COVID earlier. So with lockdowns and so on, how's that been? And and schools closing oh, and so on. Yeah, that's the. It didn't go so well for Elle. It's it just couldn't. She couldn't um school school and home's home for her. Yeah, you know she'll she'll switch on. And do schoolwork at school, but not so much at home. So, yeah, uh, of course. So, so yeah. when she was homeschooling, yeah, it did. We were probably only finding we were getting, you know, half an hour a day, and, and she didn't want to do it. And whereas at school, yeah, maybe with a with a teacher rather than a mum or a dad trying to do yeah. it, she was yeah. um, she coped a lot better. So yeah. we end up getting back because Vicky's a nurse, and I was I ran my own business. We were. We're under a bit of stress to to be able to keep going through COVID. So yes, when we thought it might not work, but she went to um, into because the school had it all one big classroom, but the teachers were still there. But it wasn't your own individual classroom. So they just did um, on-site learning. I think they called it. But yeah, and she seemed to go. She seemed to like that a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So. So um, what about uh, you know birthday parties along the way? Yeah, that's. Um, she, she's she likes um, playing beside people, but but as far as having creating f- um, friendships is probably um, yeah she probably sh- struggles a little bit with that. Mm. Yeah, and so going mm. you know along the way you know going to birthday parties and walking into a crowded room 
or um, yeah, where she doesn't yeah. know anyone or doesn't know most of the people, that's that's where the disability really kicks in. Yeah. And probably COVID hasn't helped that as well. Um, yeah, we've had going to a strange environment, even a family party, whatever, it can create a fair bit of anxiety. Yeah, and look at school, there's people, the people try try to um, want to strike up more friendships with Ella because she's, you know, she's she's a likeable little kid, but she just, yeah, that's probably where I don't know others have that same problem, but the, the disability kicks in it, just she struggles to, um, to form those, you know, full on friendships. Yeah, yeah. And and have you has Ella had therapy along the way of any kind? Yeah. We've probably been in therapy for, oh, test me memory. I would have been in therapy at least 10 years, probably since at least five years of age. Right. And what, what sort Different. of therapy was that? A lot of speech and yep. OT. Yep. And we go to a... little a, bit um, of physio maybe or, or did she Yeah, not a little that? bit. It's not yeah. so much um, physicals other than um, some crook feet. Yeah, and that's the... The cerebral oh. palsy, sort of the you know the okay. low muscle tone and the feet cop it, they've copped the brunt of that. Yeah, yeah, more so in emotions. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, she she's got fine motor with the she got a lot fine motor skills are a tricky one as well. So as far as opening things and um you know knife and fork, not too bad. But um yeah, so she she we do you know is it that's an ongoing process as well. Sure. And and how does she and her older sister get on? She thinks so. Like the song says, she thinks um, Gemma's a hero. So, yeah. Yeah, but, um, isn't that? Oh, I love so, that. you know, it's, um, Gem's, yeah, like it's not easy for a um, a sibling to grow up with, with someone with a disability because, we you know, we but we, make, we fo- try and focus not on, um, you know, catering for Ella's needs, but it's Gem gets, you know, we try and spread out. Our, um, our attention, and I think we do. I think we do that really well. And in the day, it's some, it's had some tough days where um, Gemma you know, has to wear that as well. But yeah, but Ella's. It's also pretty cool when you, when um, Ella, when you got a little sister that thinks the world of you. Whereas sometimes <laughs> yeah. you, you can have um, teenage sisters that might not that might not talk to each they other. They won't even speak to each other, yeah. yeah. Whereas um, to put it this way, if Gemma's gone to a um, – Gemma just went out shopping before or went went for a drive, she's got a licence, um, Ella will wait outside of in the front porch. Um, she might wait there for oh, two hours. Really? But really? She's really happy to wait outside till Gemma comes home just to wait for her. Or she's if she's coming out from work, she'll ask whether she can go wait outside for Gemma and she'll wait for her till her car drives in. Ah, that is gorgeous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so it's like a little porch out the front where she can. Yeah. It's good to get a bit of, we don't mind because it's um, getting a bit of fresh air as well. And she's out Absolutely, there talking to, yeah, the, yeah. to the world. And and what did you say the dog's name is? Leo. Leo, right. So um, Ella and Leo knock about together, do they? They get on yeah, well? Yeah, it's amazing how smart dogs are. Mm. She doesn't like um, to be... Um, too close, and, and um, and so it's a bit like a, a bit like um, friends. She likes to play beside them, but not too not too much attention face to face. Yeah. So whereas Leo jumps all over Gemma, yeah, but he will not go near Ella. He'll just he'll just walk beside her 
and he'll sit mm. and when she tells him to sit, he'll sit, but he won't. Whereas, So she, Ella will walk outside and Leo will just walk up to her. Gemma comes outside, he, he just launches himself. Yeah. So, he so he's, he's sensitive enough to fit in with uh, her mood and what, what she yeah, needs, Yeah, it's just amazing. Obviously. He's yeah, picked it up. That, he's picked that up over the years. That's um, gorgeous. How old is Leo? Uh, Leo's nine. Okay. And you've so had him he, since a puppy? No. I, um, Vicky, Vicky said we weren't allowed to have another pup, so, but we tricked her. We got, we got Leo <laughs> as a two-year-old, which is pretty much, she'll tell you, he was, he's still a pup now. Like, yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's crazy. But anyway, but um, at two, he was pretty much a pup. So anyway, but once we got her in the car, she, she couldn't say no. Yeah. Okay. We got him as part yeah. of the divorce. <laughs> So the husband and wife couldn't decide who was getting the dog, so Ella did. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's, I mean, I'm just picturing, uh, you know, Leo adapting himself and, uh, you know, whether it's Gemma that he's with or you or Vicky or Ella, he's, you know, he's he's aware of what's going on and he's he's part of the family. I, I just love that. Yeah. Um, so tell me, Dean, you like being a dad? Yeah, it's great. Yep, yeah, that's no, great. And and what what would you say has been has there been something that you would identify as as your, as the biggest challenge you've had as a dad? Oh, obviously, yeah. This is probably a me and Vicky's biggest challenge, and uh, it's it's and it's the the disabilities. Oh, um, some days I, I I caught the beast that this disability because you just it's. She can't. Um, the, the, she can't commu- communicate why she's upset sometimes, mm. and that's yeah. It's, it's. I said to Vic, we keep saying to each other. I said many times, if we can crack the code on this, we won't have to work ever again. Yeah. And it's yeah. um yeah. It's just the it's it's invisible the the, the disability because you just you don't know why sometimes they're upset. But yeah, yeah, we were, as over the years, but every day you're still learning, Gary. It's um, the triggers, yeah. what sets her, what sets Al off and what doesn't. And, you, you know, you try and we, we spend a lot of our time avoiding situations um, to, to, you know, to keep, to keep Ella comfortable in her own environment. We have to, um, but we can't, that, that's, we, 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 COVID's hurt us a bit because you know we, we made a fair bit of ground up and then we're all it, it, it knocked us back a bit. So um, yeah, as far as being you know, being able to go places and, and yes, and of all course. That. But um, so yeah, we're slowly you know pushing pushing um, L every day. We're always trying challenging it a little bit, only bit by bit, but little bits like as you know. I was, I spent a lot of time with her. It, just a you know, little challenges like you know, masks wearing was a challenge. You know, absolutely, but, um, but she, yes. But she wanted that's to a, go places. She's starting huge. to want to go places, and but some places yep. you couldn't go without a mask. Yeah, and like and and because you know, people didn't couldn't visually couldn't visually see that she had a disability, so you sort of wanted to have the mask on, just you know, rather than putting a putting a badge on your on your shirt. Um, but so yeah, that was you know we slowly built through yeah, and she started wearing masks and um that was good. You just little by little wow. she might wear it for she might wear it for half an hour or you know or ten minutes in the supermarket, but then she'll keep putting it down and pull it back up again. I tell her yeah, put it back up or get in trouble and you know, and all yeah. sort of stuff. And she slowly she builds resilience, even yeah. from COVID, getting her back 
just to be able to go to the supermarket or go into a cafe was tricky. Mm. Yeah, she didn't want to go in crowded places again, but slowly, we've slowly built that back up. She wants to get out of the car and come with me shopping now, which is good. Mm. But um, so yeah, that's the that's probably the biggest challenge we've got is this yeah, the, the invisible things that pop up. We just oh, the, you know, and we get caught out all the time with with you know what 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 the triggers are going to be, and um, yeah. It's, so do the teachers at school. You know, you can go, you can go on for a big stretch, and then bang, a trigger that'll pop up and bite you that you didn't yeah. realise was going to bite you. Yeah, and yeah. then um, yeah, and then Ella, it gets it, whatever it, it's and it can be overwhelming for Ella for a small period of time, or it can be overwhelming for a long period of time where it'll take her a while to come back. Right. And how verbal is Ella? Fairly verbal, yeah. Yep. So yep. in her own world, she's quite verbal. Yep. And but that's one of the downsides, though, Gary, of her disability is she'll become nonverbal. So um, when yeah. she's feeling stressed or shy or something, yep. you mean? Yep. yep. So she'll you won't. And so, for instance, we went. She had to have her tonsils out. Right? Which, so that was horrendous. I'll just tell you a little story about that. And um, yeah. You know, like it was, it was an horrific experience um, for someone so sensitive. And I'll talk about the, the sort of the sensitivity with you know, bits and pieces like clothes and things on a skin and all that sort of stuff. But um, so we went into there. So the tonsils link are in there for oh, felt like an eternity, but might have been only two days. But the, but the problem was she had this drip in her arm. I think that was the main thing. And that thing in her arm, so she, she, you know, like she'll 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 handle things like a band aid. She'll probably have to only have, she have a band aid and stop bleeding, and she needs to get the band aid off. Um, socks and shoes. As soon as she gets in the car after after school, the yep. socks and shoes are off. Um, right. Just that sensitivity um, mm. with the disability. She, you know, she pants optional. She she'd rather she'd probably want she'd like to wear shorts. And t-shirts the whole year round. Jumper would wear it, but can't wait to get it off. So and here uh, she has to endure an IV drip in her arm. So she had to endure an IV drip. That was, from what I could gather, you might as well uh, it was like nails down a blackboard constantly. Mm, I think. Yeah. And um, oh dear, the poor thing. Un- so for three days, wouldn't eat. Two and a half day, whatever it was, I don't know what it was. Tell off forever. Wouldn't eat, wouldn't communicate, mm. and heart rate just anxiety went through the roof, and the heart rate got up to to this, to, to this, and the heart was heart rate went up as high enough. With I think they, Vicky said they had a specialist come in to put the heart monitor on. Anyway, so and it just got to. We said we know this child. You've got to get that. <laughs> you've got yeah. to get that thing out of her arm. Yeah, and, and what did we they do? Reckon, we reckon it will improve. They said that their policy was we've got to get some fluids into her. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah. So I understand that, but I don't. I think you're, you're putting the – until you, one's got to – something, the, the drip's got to come out, then I reckon you're a chance of getting the fluids into her. And, they, you know, anyway, it ended up happening. That come out, and I said – I think she'd be fine if you let her get let us take her home. Oh, she looks she'll be fine. I reckon. Let us take her home. 
Anyway, convinced all through that we've got a thing, we've got a sip of water into her and they were happy enough that they ticked their box anyway. Without a word of a lie, Gary, she'd taken one step out of the hospital, started started talking started straight away. Talking. Yeah. And wow. said, Can I we go to McDonald's now? The oh, first two really? words she said, Can I go to McDonald's now? Oh man. <laughs> and I said <laughs> oh, I said to her, Ella, oh, I could really kill you now. No. Just, <laughs> well, it was a through. huge relief for her. She was oh, suddenly yeah, released. No, I didn't know whether to be yeah. mad, happy or mad. I was that happy. I said, <laughs> you can go to McDonald's and drink as much as you'll, you'll eat as much as you like. I just wanted to and see. And did you go to McDonald's? Bloody if I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care whether it was Fanta or water. I just wanted to yeah, see Yeah, exactly. I just needed oh, to see something mate. go down a, in, into her mouth and stay there. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's just an example. Yeah. Um, of the that was extreme, but there's other. You know, she'll she'll go not things are bad. She'll go if the smile's not on the dial, something's wrong. So yeah. and um and she'll go non-verbal. And so the main thing with it is, yeah, sensitivity to like the shoes and socks and wearing tracksuit pants and jumpers, and also um, she got sensitivity to noise. Um, yeah. Okay. In a noisy room. So if you can get there early to a party and the noise that build up around her, mm-hmm. not too bad. But if you walk into a full blown party, yeah, yeah, it's you're going to lose too much. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, She's gonna, she's gonna, and like a lot of her um, school friends, uh, and you see them, you know, they're walking around with the, the earmuffs on and that. We did that for a bit, but she, she sort of didn't like, done like wearing the. It's good to cancel the noise out, but the sensitivity of like a band aid, it is. Mm. The, the, the earmuffs are like a band aid. So she's yeah, got so one condition that she's. They're irritating in and of themselves. Yeah, yeah you fix the yeah. noise, but then you don't. Oh, then yeah. you've got the other irritation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's probably, you know, that's probably where the song came about as well. Is just a lot of, you know, the challenge. That's probably our biggest challenge is. Uh, um, if something's wrong, it's hard to get it out of her. But we're getting better at getting it out of her. It's just, you know, she's getting better with the, you know, probably with the communication, the visual communication they use at school. They use a, um, it's like a really big, thick book where you point the signals on the in the book and also, um, you know, just techniques and and um, that we've picked up over the years to get, you know, to, to help us cope when, when things are pretty bad for Elle. You use the word we and us a lot. Obviously, you and Vicky, you know, you're you're in partnership as mum and dad and as husband and wife. A lot of our peas obviously uh, find themselves alone as parents, uh, yep. tragically, and uh, have to do all of this without any support. So how, how do you and Vicky get on? Everything going all right there? I'm not asking for marriage counselling advice no, or anything, but, no. uh, but oh, uh, yeah, you know, you seem yeah. like you're, you're doing this together. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like it'll be, it'll be tough because, yeah, you just, you know, we've got just mini, just mini breaks. You get it, that's yep. on a day, you just take it day by day just to, you know, just to break it up, break up like we we love spending time. We both love spending time with our kids, and Ella's no different. Like I love spending time with her. Uh, if she, she'd probably say I'm one of her best, her best buddies. I'm like the, I'm the sort of like the, the joker in the family. And whereas Vic probably is, um, she probably gets. Um, Elle treats her as a 
well, as I said in the song, her rock. They probably, yeah. you know, she'll probably, um, yeah, she'll she'll play around with me, but she's probably when it all boils down to if, the, if there's something really going bad, she wants her mum. Yeah, that sounds so, like a good partnership to me. Yeah, but we the the, the thing thing we do is trying to give each other, you know, we help each other out as a sounding board, um, and also giving each other a break, you know. Even just day by day, you break it up. So I come home and I do the, I do the bedtime reading. Or, you know, and weekends, I you know, because I'm so busy, in me work so busy during the week. I, you know, um, I'll, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there for most of the school pickups and drop. Vic does most of the school pickups and drop offs. With COVID, doing meetings via Zoom and and um, being a bit more flexible, and maybe just working more sometimes on weekends and. Do, Doing a few more school pickups and letting Vic to, to work a bit more. That's what we're trying to do now as well. So Al's enjoying that as well. So just to be able to have the dad have dad pick her up from school occasionally, or I meet I meet I meet her on the bus off the bus on a Wednesday as well. So just to break up, you know that. And um, so I'm at home on the Wednesday afternoon, and sometimes I pick up on a Friday. But yeah, but so what I get back to is yeah, we try and just every. Every day, just you know, give each other a break. Or well, Mick, yeah. and Vicky's got majority of it, so majority of the of the parenting on it during the week. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to do more. But it's end of the day, we're probably yeah, we've got a business to run as well, though, which is where our main lot of income comes from. Of course. But, well, let me say as one dad to another mate, good on you and well done. I mean, you're a bloody good dad, it sounds like to me, and I, I'm not suggesting either of us are perfect at it, but we take it seriously and it means a lot. And um, I I just love hearing the way you describe, you know, you and Ella and you and the family and the way you interact. So, look, just before we go, was there anything else you wanted to say before we finish up? Yeah, no, it's probably... Um yeah, probably to everyone. All the like, there's the community out there that um, that that you know, as far as the the thread, um, the Facebook page and whatever. Yeah, you, most of you, um, most of you probably like us. Like there's like the song says, some some people that don't have children with disability don't fully understand what it's like. So it's good. It's it's a it's a good idea and well done to you, Gary and and the two girls that that have come up with this idea. It's it's a good thing because there's some, yeah, some people have some tough days out there. Like I go to Alice school, you know, pretty regularly. And, like, we have some tough days, but some people have it doing a bit, even a, bit, a fair bit tougher than what we are. So, um, yeah, we, you know, you get a bit, you get a bit um, self-centred a bit, you know, woe is me sometimes. But then you look around uh, and other people are doing it just as tough, if not tougher. So, um, so I say to all those people out there, you know, like I'm, you, you know, I, I I fully understand what you're going through, and I feel you know feel for everyone. It is, and um, you just got to, got to keep hanging in there, taking it day by day. And um, but yeah, look at the positives. But, um, that's probably my advice to everyone. Well, thanks, Dean. It's been good talking to you, man. Thanks very much. Uh, good on you, Garrett. Listen, peas and beans. Before I go, can I just shamelessly uh, put in a plug for something? My son Christopher and I, as many of you know, have over the years been involved in presentations, seminars, education in universities, in conferences and um, in various gatherings of parents as well as government bodies, just advocating for giving people uh, a fair go, no matter what their ability 
or disability level, opportunities that might uh, be available to people if they were simply, uh, if people would simply think. So we've been doing that quite a bit. We haven't done very much since COVID and we haven't been able to travel much, but we are looking to open up uh, that area of our lives again. We, in Christopher's words, <laughs> people have probably had enough of a rest, enough of a break from us. We would like to just put it out there that as a father and son team, whether it be online or even potentially in person, we are available to come and speak at your conference, at your event. We are available to help with uh, training and setting up of uh, accessible equipment and accessible uh, ecosystems in your school or in your venue, wherever it might be. We've done a little bit of this in so many different locations over the years, and we would like to do a little bit more. So get in touch with us if you are interested, if you're organizing an event or if you are on a committee that's helping with uh, a conference that's coming up or something in 2022, give us uh, a shout and we might be able to see what we can do if we can come along and speak. And I I will tell you right up front that we uh, charge for this. This is something that we try to do to put bread on the table for us as well and something that we feel is of great value and great service to people and therefore we don't do it for free. But uh, we can work that out. We have all kinds of flexibility when it comes to what uh, that would mean depending upon your organisation and what the circumstances are. We go under the name of Hands Optional and we would love to hear from you. Send me an email, that might be the simplest thing, uh, and I will be happy to open up a conversation with Christopher and with you. So send me an email to Gary, that's G-A-R-R-Y, Gary at Hills. V-I-E-R-H-I-L-L-S dot com. And let's see what we might be able to do together in the year ahead. Thanks for listening to this episode, Peas and Beans. I look forward to being with you in the next Beanstalk. Bye for now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 